Hello and welcome to the Voice of Manhattan Business. I'm your host, Andre Archambault. On this weekly show, we'll explore the challenges and issues facing businesses in Manhattan. We cover everything here from taxes to land use to networking tips to help grow your business, your practice, or your life. First off, a little information about me and then we'll get right to my first guest. I've been working in the media business for over 20 years. As I love to tell most people, there's nothing I've not done in the media business. I've bought it, I've sold it, I've produced it, and I've written it. I've also been a Manhattanite for 20 years this year. I've been around the city my whole life, though, having been born in New Jersey and raised in, well, you'll never guess it, Texas, suburban Dallas specifically. My family always came back to New York City for the 10 years that we lived away from here, and I always wanted to make my home in Manhattan. I work for a company called Reach Local, which is a digital ad agency for local business, and I also host a mostly weekly uh, show dedicated to the greatest music ever made called New York Standard, where you'll hear songs from the jazz world, Broadway, cabaret, and of course, standards. But enough about me. Let me introduce you to my first guest. Daniel Sturmer is a Director of Development at the American Heart Association right here in Manhattan. Welcome, Dan. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you, Andre, and it was a pleasure to be on this first uh, appearance with you here today. Um, so I am a representative from the American Heart Association, which you may have heard of before. Um, we are the leading organization in the country when it comes to heart and brain health. Uh, we are the American Heart and American Stroke Association. Um, and we work in New York City here primarily on a variety of different campaigns with one very simple mission in mind. That is to reduce deaths and diseases from cardiovascular disease and stroke, and also to improve the overall health of all Americans. We do that through a variety of ways. Um, we have an excellent team that's here working in the city through routes like advocacy, uh, community engagement, and our various platforms that we will speak a little bit more in depth uh, later on. Um, but we really just try to engage the overall health of New Yorkers and make this one of the healthiest cities in the country. Where, where does New York sort of rate, uh, since you brought up the question, where does New York rate in terms of uh, health? I know that uh, certainly the city has cleaned up uh, from a, a pollution and, and, uh, and it's just a, such a cleaner city than it was 20, 30 years ago when I was first coming around. Uh, so where does it rate in terms of health overall, human health, heart health, brain health? Yeah, that's a great question. So the American Heart Association measures uh, overall health through a variety of factors, things like your physical activity, your nutrition, uh, whether or not you're smoking, monitoring things like your glucose and cholesterol. Um, and New York is a, you know, it's a great city. And within the city, there's many different areas. So as a whole, New York's health is kind of hard to judge because um, we've done a lot of information or a lot of research into uh, various social detriments to health and where people are being, you know, that have access to the, be their healthiest selves. Um, we find that in certain areas of the city, uh, midtown, downtown, um, some of the what you would call the nicer areas of the city, uh, mm -hmm. the health is in very good standing. There's a very high life expectancy, very low levels of obesity. Um, but unfortunately, as you get farther out, um, and just travel just a few subway stops to the north. Um, there are some areas of the city that are most some of the unhealthiest cities in the entire country, which is a huge issue for us and one that we're working very, very hard to correct. Um, doing that by removing things, removing those detriments to health 
um, giving people better access to healthy food, educating people on what you know good nutrition levels are, and providing community services like walking paths for people to get exercise, um, you know, physical exercise space for kids in their schools, um, better education for kids around these initiatives, and really just removing those barriers that you know people unfortunately have to deal with based on where they live. Sure. So what? Um uh, what sorts of things? I mean, and and I guess what what can be done in the in the local communities uh, by folks who live in those communities to to ensure or at least attempt to ensure uh, uh, a better overall health outcome. So it really comes down to education in a lot of these issues. Um, it's really learning about where you where you live um, and how that affects your health. Social factors and location influence our health. Risks like smoking, poor diet, and obesity are affected by where you, the proximity to where you live in certain areas. Um, if you look at the numbers, 10 million Americans live in affordable housing, 19 million live in unstable housing, and 23.5 million have, people have no access to healthy foods. Um, so we're really doing our part to educate local leaders and people that are informing policy, uh, people that have you know, power in their areas, whether it be from a you know a corporate perspective or you know a legislative perspective, to inc- improve things like economic stability, access to better healthcare, uh, societal influences, improving neighborhood infrastructure, and uh, educating kids in schools about the risk factors and the most you know dangerous things that are to your health. Um, we ensure the availability of healthy foods, safe places to get active like those walking paths and physical exercise spaces. Smoke-free air is a huge is a huge initiative for us, um, and it, and really just educating more people about affordable, quality healthcare. Sure, of course, um, and you know, and it's funny that you mentioned uh, access to quality food. I have noticed, yeah, in my uh, regular, you know, day-to-day uh, travels running around the city, I, I spend a lot of time running from borough to borough, neighborhood to neighborhood, really all over the five boroughs. Uh, and I noticed that in certain neighborhoods, um, the, to me, the, the food thing is a big thing. Uh, access to, to quality food, you know, uh, is, is it, food is our fuel, period. And uh, the idea that certain neighborhoods have better access to, to food and better quality food is is, uh, is frustrating. Is that is that part of uh, how how can an organization or how does an organization like uh, the Heart Association address that? I mean, is that even something that you guys can tackle? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's a huge priority for us. You, you nailed it on the head. Certain areas, you know, New York is a very walkable city. It's very public transportation. People aren't, you know, they're getting their groceries in places that are close by to them. And if they don't have access to a store that's, you know, providing, you know, healthy resources, they're not going to be able to provide their family with healthy meals. Uh, we actually did a video series not too far ago, not too long ago, um, where we gave some of our volunteers one healthy recipe from the AHA website and sent them out into some of these areas uh, to try to find the ingredients at local corner stores and bodegas. And sure. they were unable to find the ingredients to just for just one recipe uh, going, you know, through two or three stores in these, you know, most at-risk neighborhoods. Um, so we're really trying to start by bringing awareness to it. Um, and letting people know that there are healthier options out there, um, but then also doing our part to encourage those healthier options and have better access to them. So promoting things like, you know, going to your local farmer's market, if there's a pop-up, um, you know, healthy fruit stand, you know, learning how you can use those recipes 
Um, cause a lot of people don't know what a healthy recipe is. So it's a, you know, it's, it's a challenge to get those out there, but then teaching uh, people how they can use certain healthy foods in multiple recipes or, you know, how they can go to their store to shop for food for a week and have each recipe include something healthy in it. Um, starting by educating parents that are cooking for their families. And we've also done a lot of initiatives in schools to, uh, train kids at a young age about eating healthy and making the right option in the cafeteria. Uh, and you're and you're right. It, it's uh, it's upsetting, but at least there there are steps that are being taken uh, to address uh, to address this. Now, um, uh, in in the run up to this show, I had I had asked uh, uh, how long have you been in in uh, uh, in the, the Heart Association. And how long? And and one question I did not ask you is how long you've been in the in the nonprofit space. Yes, yeah, so I've actually just celebrated my one year anniversary with the American Heart Association in April. Thank you very much. Um, but I have been in the nonprofit sector um, for about the last five years. Uh, I started with the American Cancer Society and came over to the American Heart Association. Um, you know, heart disease is the number one uh, killer of Americans cancer being number two. Um, so it's, you know, just in my personal life, it's very important to me to be a part of these issues and be a part of you know, helping the Americans with, you know, diseases and causes of death that are the highest frequency. Sure. Especially something that, that, uh, you know, obviously there's, uh, what, what actually, let me ask you, and you, you may not know the answer to this, but, uh, the, w- which is the larger, um, factor? Is it, is it hereditary? There is heart uh, I have heart issues in my family, or is it uh, is, is it diet, uh, exercise? Is it a combination? Which which is the larger um, uh, predictor of of um, of heart disease? Well, it's a it's a combination of things, um, but our main priority is to let people know that most of these future diagnoses are preventable. Uh, prevention is a huge huge part of our platform. Um, and really just ed- that education goes into prevention as well. Um, we have a measurement called Life Simple 7, which is seven health factors um, that measure your ideal health. And it's shocking to see the numbers on it. Um, it's actually been proven that only 1% of all Americans are in ideal uh, overall health, when about 39% believe they're at ideal health. Um, so there's just a variety of things that go into it and those things I mentioned, like the nutrition, physical activity and smoking, um, but then also monitoring different, you know, blood pressure levels, your glucose levels, your cholesterol, uh, and really knowing about all the different things that go into, uh, you know, your heart and the way your body works. Um, and it's just really, you know, on us to, to tell people about this and get them more aware of what they can do to live healthier lives. Sure. Of course, obviously the, uh, uh, generally speaking, uh, life expectancy is is uh, has only increased uh, over the years, and uh, the idea that that you know to extend that to to as many uh, people as possible strikes me as the goal. <laughs> Absolutely, terrific. So tell us a little bit more um, about um, you. You've got an upcoming run uh, run walk, I should say. Uh, coming up in May. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, so we have what we call the Wall Street Run and Heart Walk coming up on May 18th. That's a Thursday evening, and it's just about four weeks away. Um, So this is the American Heart Association's largest event in New York City. 
It's an annual event that's been going on for, I believe, 13 years now. Um, and it's a pretty unique event in that it's the only 5K run, walk, awareness event uh, that has the ability to shut down the streets of the financial district and allow the participants to run or walk through them, uh, whatever they choose. Um, so it's an incredible day. We bring out uh, a lot of people from the community, a lot of people from the corporate community as well. And we partner with a lot of uh, the most famous, iconic Wall Street companies, uh, some of our top health systems. Uh, but really, we try to engage as many companies as possible in this event and really bring together, bring together everybody on May 18th. Um, it kicks off in Brookfield Place uh, with a festival. We have a bunch of activities and healthy, you know, health screenings, uh, giveaways and activities around heart health and brain health. And then uh, the run kicks off in the evening around 645. Uh, we have our wave of runners that start us off. And then the wave of walkers follows right behind them. And it really culminates in a lot of hard work that goes year round. We're working to, to promote sure. this event and really build it and get that engagement from our participating companies. Um, and it's just, a, it's just a great day to see everybody come out. We have about 12,000 people that join us on the day of. So wow. seeing that many people come together wearing the shirts from their companies, wearing the American Heart Association shirts, uh, seeing survivors, families uh, come together, people you know, walking with their family members and you know, ho hoisting up those survivors of you know, stroke or cardiovascular disease and really making them the, the, the heart, if you'll forgive my pun, of everything that's going on. Um, and it's just a really great day to see everybody happy and you know, smiling and you know, taking the cause to you know to the streets if people wanted to get involved what's the best way how, how do they either interact with you or or the heart association absolutely so we are always encouraging people to register for the event you can do so at heartwalknyc.org that is the specific website for the wall street run and heart walk um, i'll also put my contact information in the description for this video um, and your company, if you work in the city, may already be participating in our event. We have about 150 companies that sign up teams. Um, and the way that works is the company will sign up uh, to be a part of the event and then encourage their employees to start teams, whether it be by department, um, different groups, uh, family and friends. We also have a big community team. So if you're not affiliated with a company that's participating, we still you know, encourage you to come out with your friends and your family. Um, and it's really easy to sign up. You can do so on the website. Uh, whether you want to walk the event or participate in the competitive 5K, um, we, we get some serious runners out there on the day of too in their race gear. Um, it, it's, we encourage everyone to sign up. Um, and the deadline to do so is May 2nd, so that is approaching quickly. Um, but we also uh, allow people to sign up on the day of on May 18th too. Oh, terrific. So. Uh uh what are you looking for at this point from uh from folks who maybe they can't make it uh on the day uh on may 18th but but would like to still participate some way they can do so at heartwalknyc.org yes absolutely so you can always donate to the event the american heart association um you know welcomes any donations of any amount uh, big or small. Uh, I always like to say you never know which dollar is going to be the one that goes towards a certain cause. Um, sure. But you can, we also are looking to bring the American Heart Association's mission to you, where you are, whether it's where you work, where you stay, um, you know, where you eat, where wherever you are, if you're out in the community, you know, with a group or something like that. We are more than willing 
uh, to come out. We have great people in our office that work on community engagement to bring these initiatives to educate your office or your family or your community group on these initiatives and how they can start living healthier lives. And uh, if you're unable to participate this year, I know the deadline is coming up quickly. Um, we are more than happy to get you started as soon as possible for next year's event. And really, the companies in New York City are where we're going to see where we're going to be able to move the needle the most in improving the overall health of Americans. Um, you know, really, workplace health has become a huge priority of ours over the last year or so uh, to really improve the culture of health in New York City's top companies. Um, so we are we are we have a great workplace wellness campaign that is free for anyone uh, to enroll in that really assesses the current level of your office's health and then you know employ some great initiatives around uh, our food and beverage toolkit uh, and also physical activity and blood pressure uh, self monitoring to improve the overall health. Um, so we we are more than willing to come meet you where you are um, as long as you're willing to buy into our culture of health. Wow, that's really fabulous. So it's not just about uh, Thursday, May 18th at Brookfield Place. It's also about having an ongoing presence within, um, uh, or with, I should say, having an ongoing presence with uh, the Heart Association. Absolutely. That's our main goal. Well, listen, Dan, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of The Voice of Manhattan Business. It's been a real pleasure to have you. And again, for everyone who's listening, the details are Thursday, May 18th at Brookfield Place Mall in Lower Manhattan. The, uh, the Heart Association uh, Festival kicks off at 5 p.m. until 8 p.m., and the Run Walk itself kicks off at 6.45. If you choose to participate, you'll be with about 12,000 other participants um, with around 150 companies involved in this. So we really appreciate uh, you joining us uh, today here, Dan Sturman from the American Heart Association, and thanks so much for the work you do. Thank you so much for having me, Andre. This is a, this is a great time. And uh, thank you to the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce for allowing us this platform. Um, you know, we've, we've had a great time working with them over the last year or so. Um, and always happy to, you know, get our name out there and, and support a great cause. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Dan. That was Dan Sturmer, Director of Development for the American Heart Association right here in Manhattan. Also, thanks to you for listening. My name is Andre Archambault, and you've been listening to the voice of Manhattan business.